Hello and welcome to episode twenty one. <laughs> Good start. Okay, no wow. people, you're not listening to the wrong po- podcast. This is episode eighty one of the Game Train Ooh. podcast, and the it, years have taken their toll. <laughs> it's the twenty eighth of May, twenty twenty. Here, that's right. We are we are here live on Twitch as we now do this. If you're listening to this later, hello, hello. Uh, right, Hello. so yeah, and joining me is Kyle the Lyrical Smith, as you just heard him then, as I stumbled the intro, <laughs> stumbled the intro, great. yeah, great start, great start. So on episode 81 of Game Train, we are talking about Minecraft Dungeons, that's the game we are reviewing, we're also going to talk about the uh, the shark hunting, or the game where you are a shark hunting people, Maneater, we'll be talking about Descenders, which is a bike game. Carl's actually mm-hmm. played Animal Crossing today, so that's very exciting. Oh my but goodness. Every- I've been playing for like a week. Oh my gosh, listen, listen to that. But before we all yeah. get into all that fun stuff, uh, let's jump into the news. Okay, so uh, yeah, first up in the news, I shall get my notes up on the screen. Uh, <laughs> Wonderful! This is um, this is an amazing start. Um, uh, Valorant, the uh, the team based FPS shooter, which has been oh, in yes. beta for a while. Um, it is coming out of beta. It's going to be fully released on June two, meaning Australians will be allowed to play it because we haven't been able to play it yet. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah, they've been killing it on Twitch lately, haven't they? Yes, they have. So I'm looking forward to checking that out on June the 2nd. So it's very cool. Um, Fast and the Furious Crossroads got a trailer today. Boy, didn't it? No, Boy, didn't, didn't it? Didn't it? This looks um, very exciting and cool. I mean, sure. It looks, it looks like Burnout. Yeah. But it looks exactly like Burnout. And the voice acting was horrible. Oh man, it's, I mean, it's like they recorded it on the bus on the way somewhere it's their oh, time and reading off the script and it's, or something. It's so cringe as well. It's just very cringy. Oh, the whole thing. I mean, I guess they kind of lean on cringe these days for that franchise, which is half the fun of the movies, but I don't know. It looks so dated. I mean, the concept is fun. It looks like nearly an adventure game, like an action adventure in a car. Like it wasn't races. Yeah. You're more like doing levels, kind of like set pieces. It's a bit like Uncharted, but you're driving and the graphics are bad. And not good. But that is out August 7th for anyone that wants to check that out. Um, last night, there was a um, another PlayStation State of Play, this time focusing just on The Last of Us 2. Um, yes. I uh, refuse chose not to watch. I refuse to watch it. Uh, the game's no, out no in a couple of weeks. Why do another big blowout? We don't need it. We've seen gameplay already. We've seen story trailers already. We've seen developer interviews. There's nothing else we needed to see in that game. And why they had this 15-minute blowout is beyond me. I just think, yeah, people know too much now. It's yeah. The whole game is like the story. Yeah. Yeah. And places and you this- go and... And and I don't know. yeah, no, I I avoided it. But other people out there, if you want to go check it out, it's up there on YouTube and all that. You can go have a look for yourselves. But we haven't had a look at it on our end. No. 
Um, but in terms of Sony as well, it looks like we're getting a full-blown PS5 state of play next week. Oh, fingers now, crossed. Could we be seeing the console? Could we be seeing the console games and gameplay? This is what we'd like. Yeah. This is what we'd like. The three of those is it- in there. Uh, is looking at June 3 at this stage. Um, there'd been rumors of June 4 floating around the internet for quite a while. Um, but everyone's like, ooh, I don't know, I don't know. But then when Jason Schreier came out and went, hey, it's going to be on June 3, now he's like one of the biggest news breaking, game news breaking journos in the actual business these days. Like he breaks mm. so much stuff early. When he tweeted about it today, everyone's like, right, it is happening. Well, that's June 4th for us Aussies anyway. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Uh, do you have any news on your end? Um, you know what? I don't have any news except for my own personal um, news to me, which was that I saw that Void Bastards is on the Nintendo Switch now. Hooray. Oh, would you look that's, at that, everyone? Um, He's very excited about that. Yeah. So, so I thought I'd chuck that in there. Oh, Void Bastards was one of my favorite um, uh, And uh, Pyr- Pyramid Head from Silent Hills is going to be in Dead by Daylight. There you go. There you go. I mean, and uh, I guess... Um, Arnold Schwarzenegger coming back to mm-hmm. Predator. We, we spoke about that last week. Was that last week? Yeah. I felt like we had a private conversation about that in the car. Uh, I didn't remember. <laughs> I'm joining all together. Yeah. And no, that's all. It's all good. It's all good. We're, we're having fun here. But um, yeah, so um, the internet is now in speculation that there's a new Silent Hills game is on the way because why suddenly start... Oh, Pyramid Head. Yeah. Yeah. Promoting course. this and... And there's a new logo for Silent Hills on there, and people are like, well, would have uh, the um, creators of Dead by Daylight come up with this new logo for Silent Hills? It feels like something that Konami would have, you know, given. So if people are like, maybe could be seeing some new Silent Hill stuff. But yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I guess we should wrap up the news then. Yes. All right. And, you know, as always, that was the news. Okay, so on to the games we have been playing. Hello? Are you there? Hello. Hi. Yes. You, you blanked out for a second. Sorry, I was spreading the word of our uh, our current live recording of this podcast. Wow. Some, All some right. Special fans. Well, let's roll into the games we have been playing oh, this the week. Games are- All right, here we go. Right, so the first game we're going to be talking about this week is Maneater. It is a, uh, a game from oh, Tripwire Interactive and Blindside Interactive. It is an open world RPG style game where you are playing as a shark. Yeah. Nice! Look at that. That's 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 very pretty. Yeah. I mean, it was pretty. It's a, it's a little bit janky, but it is what it is, and it's aware of itself. Mm-hmm. Um. It's, you know, it's, it's silly and it's kind of just like old school arcadey uh, premise where yep. it doesn't care what it's doing. It's like, you're a shark, eat things, get high scores and mm-hmm. level up and get stronger. But then they break up the monotonous sort of gameplay by turning it into like a documentary type vibe with Chris Parnell, yeah. you know, of all people doing the uh, narration. And 
that's easily the best part for me. It's the best narrating that, I mean, we don't see a lot of narrating in gaming. You yeah. know, like I was going to say it's the best since Bastion, but have we seen any since Bastion? Oh, yeah. Final Fantasy 14. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, so, yeah, you play as a shark. You, you start out as a baby shark, and then throughout the game, you, you level up and you slowly grow. Eventually, you turn into this giant monster shark. Uh, you go to a yeah. few different locations, so you start off in like a bayou, eventually you move into the ocean, things like that. So there's like change of environments, even though it's all in the water, and you can jump out of the water onto the land too. Um, yes. You can upgrade your shark throughout the game, so you can um, change its teeth for its fins, etc. All giving different um, little like strengths and, and stuff to the shark. So you might want to put fins on that make the shark go faster, or... Or, or fins that reduce damage, etc., etc. So yeah, there's there, there's things like that, um, and then like the mission structure is very basic. You you yeah. go you go out and you on each little map there is like a bunch of objectives, like um, eat a bunch of humans, um, you, you know, um, grab all these like different things around the map etc cetera, etc and it's the same thing over and over again throughout the game so yeah once you're an hour in the game doesn't really change itself up too much just the enemies get stronger etc and and you get more crazy shark abilities and 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 things like that but it keeps very standard and the same as you go throughout the game yeah and it becomes more about uh, i guess you know, like a hack and slash where the gameplay doesn't change, but it's more about what you add to it and you're, you're playing around with your upgrades and seeing how the shark handles and, you know, yeah. to do with your play style. And it's just, it's a sandbox game. You yeah. Just, you're in there for fun. Yeah. You're a shark. Yeah. It's different. It's silly. You know, if, if you're expecting something serious and, and complicated and in-depth, then you will be disappointed. But I don't know if that's the game's fault or your own. No. Expect, you know, like you go in there just just to muck around and have fun and have a laugh. Maybe do it sitting with other friends or online at the same time as other friends and having a chat. Because yeah. it's one of those like, oh my God, you won't believe what I just did or wow, this game's so silly because such and such is happening or I just jumped on the beach and yeah. ate everyone. It, you know, like- it, look, it, it, it doesn't take itself really seriously. It's just a bit of fun. It's just hilarious just jumping onto boats or the land and eating the humans and then escaping back into the water. And it's just funny jumping on the beach and like across the beach you go as a shark. Like no yeah, nowhere is safe. Around. Nowhere is safe. Even onto the boat and stuff. And yeah. It's um ah, I, I, I just want to say that it's one of those rare games that plays and feels exactly, exactly like I thought and hoped it would when I saw the trailer at E3. Yes, that's right. You see it and you're like, I hope it's as dumb and as fun as that looks. And it is. It's it's everything you thought it would be. Yep. Yep, exactly. So hmm. something else that we checked out this week was um, Descenders, which yes. is on Game Pass. So you can grab yes, it, it is. on Game Pass. It is a bike game um, where you're pretty much just racing down mountains and, and, and things like that. You know, you're just going down these little mountain courses from point A to point B. Um, it's it's very simple, but it's it's a lot of fun. Yeah, it if again, this is kind of like the um, the man eater where it's kind of like a little bit janky, but it's so simple in its premise. It's like it's um, uh, what do I want to say? It's um, 
procedurally generated tracks as well. So yes. it's different each time. Mm -hmm. And it's just about the difficulty and the environment and different sort of like worlds you're in. Um, but firstly, it's just going down a hill or a mountain mm -hmm. um, and going as fast as you can. But then they start adding things like uh, little objectives, like you can start doing tricks and doing flips and 360s. And it, it starts to feel a little bit like a cross between Matt Hoffman BMX and EA's skate games. Cause it's not just like a jump button or a spin button. Like you actually have to flick the analog stick and get a bit of momentum and suspension happening. And it's a little bit simmy, yeah. but not too hard. Like the landing's very forgiving. Mm -hmm. I don't know. It, it's just, again, it's very much like the uh, man eater. It's um, there's not a lot to it. And it's just a lot of fun. It depends. It's one of those, like if you're just in the mood for a sport, Mm -hmm. No frills, race down. Like it, the presentation's fine. It doesn't look mind-blowingly amazing, but it doesn't look awful or anything. It's just, I don't, I've, I don't know about you, but I've just been having these last couple of weeks where I've just been feeling in certain ways and want to play a specific kind of game, whether it's a seven out of ten or a six kind of game. It's just like one that fits the void. Yeah. And things like Man Eater and Descenders is just like, and even like the one we spoke about last week, Lonely Mountain. These aren't like you know, flagship games of the year, but they no. just, they really fill a very specific void. And if you're in that mood, this game is awesome. And if you're not, there's nothing else there. You know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. It's a very simple game, but it's, it, it is a lot of fun. There's four regions. I've gotten up to the second one. It takes a bit to get through each region because uh, you have yeah. like lives. And if you lose all the lives, you got to start the region again. Etc. Oh, but, uh, yeah. Lives. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And actually, we should mention the uh, the bike team. Mm -hmm. You get it. That's kind of their way of choosing levels and kind of uh, swaying the game into yourself. Like at first, a level is just a level. You go down some hills and there's some jumps and stuff, and then you unlock people who help you build the tracks. Yeah. Sort of thing. You don't. You know, it's just it's always procedurally generated. But certain people will have like will favor more ramps and stunts, whereas for certain will favor more downhill or wider roads or more skids and turns and and you just join together a team of four or five people to kind of have your favorite elements to get a bit of like to twist the game into your favorite kind of play style yeah yeah exactly that's kind of interesting yeah so it was, yeah. It was just a, another simple and um fun game so the other one that we uh tried out was moving out so this is from oh, yes. um an australian studio smg studios um, yes. And also uh, DevM Studios, published by Team Seventeen. So it's a oh, nice. uh, it's a game where the, the premise is this: you are moving furniture out of a house. Yes, that's but very much like Overcooked One and Two. If you've played that, that mm -hmm. kind of chaotic, all on the same screen. Um, yeah, it's it's designed definitely to play multiplayer, up to four people, but it is. Yes. Uh, fully couch co-op. So unfortunately, Only. there's yep. no online play. Which was really sad because we sat down to play it together and we, and we couldn't play it together because we're in different states. We'd have to be at yes, each other's houses. We did have a go at one player, mm -hmm. which I have to say I was pleasantly surprised by because it was still quite fun and doable. Mm -hmm. um, and having the chance to play it today in multiplayer with a friend, I, I played with... Uh, Genghis Tuan, mm -hmm. a good uh, friend of the show. Um, he came over and it was very interesting because I got to see the difference in what they did and how they differentiate between one player and two player, which is quite different. So uh, in one player, uh, sorry, in, in two player, you need 
when you there's a certain button you can press uh, which shows all the items you have to clear like you, you get an overlook of a house with all the furniture in it and you don't have to take everything it's just like maybe you know 12 to 20 items within that house you want the fridge and the couch and the tv and whatnot if you press a certain button there's an icon above all the things you need now when you're playing two player those icons change depending on if an item needs two people to carry it oh. or just one. Yes, yeah, so if it's if it's a TV or like a microwave, it'll just have a little one-person symbol. But if it's a bed or a couch or the fridge, it'll have a two-people thing. And if you attempt to move that by yourself, it's really heavy and really, really slow, and you just you can't do it. Okay. So you have to call your friend and say, come here, get this thing. We need to move this big thing. Stop moving the toaster. I need your help with the fridge. And then if you're upstairs, you both your fr- you and your friends have to both hold the grab button and both hold the throw button at the same time, and you start swinging <laughs> whatever you're holding. And so you have to do a countdown. So whenever it, there's a little uh, button that go- like a little symbol, sorry, as you're swinging, the symbol goes from green to red. And if you let go while it's green, it'll go flying in one or the other directions. Wow! So you can either mistakenly throw it back into the living room over all the furniture and break everything or you can successfully peg it out the window and smash it onto the floor and then move it onto the truck it's chaotic and it's fun and crazy yeah Uh, but um yes moving out see smitty hello welcome that's what we're talking about sorry someone just jumped on chat there for you listeners Mm -hmm. at home um and just to let you know when kellen and i played it the difference is when you're playing one player you can kind of move a bed or a couch with ease. It's all just about more maneuverability. You and your challenge. L-shaped couches, by the way. Mate, those L-shaped couches, man, I fly through those like I'm ice skating. I <laughs> I've moved actual house like three times in the past couple months. So this was excellent. When I saw this game, I'm like, oh, hell yeah, this is my jam. This plus Tetris, I was like, bring it on. But yeah. Callan was still beating my times, I have to say. I think I was going to write, but yeah, look, it's a lot. It's, it's a lot of fun. It's on most platforms. It is on Game Pass as well. Yes. Yeah, so if so, you have Game Pass, please yeah. grab even one player because you'll understand the premise and you'll it'll at least make you just wish and want to play it with someone. But it is yep. fun and it's silly. Yeah. Well, yeah the the only thing I want them to add is the online multiplayer. Oh please. Yeah. Goodness, please. With especially four players, this would be the perfect stream game for us yeah exactly all right and i feel for them too because this came out just as the covid situation was happening so this must be a real thorn for them (laughs) so um yeah the um the other game that carl's been playing has been uh animal crossing finally yes he's finally played he's finally played the game everyone i've been harping on about this for like a month and a bit now so carl tell us about just you it was the tell us about um, animal crossing Bro, Animal Crossing was was like the the sole and only conversation in our whole group chat of yeah. friends. Mm-hmm. I don't even know how many of us were there there were, but all we were talking about was Animal Crossing. Yes, finally, Chad. <laughs> um, you know, and all it took was for a certain someone else to be playing it with me, um, for me to be like, oh, okay, well. Well, now it matters. So now I'll make my house pretty. So everyone, <laughs> you know? everyone was saying, play the game. You're like, nah, nah, nah. And then suddenly you're well, into it. Well, at that time, I was out and about and up and down and writing songs and recording and working with other musicians. And then now I'm sitting at home for three days, just chilling with the, the lady friend. 
I was like, what do we do? I'm like, well, maybe try this game. See if you like it. I don't know. People are talking about it. It's pretty fun. And then next minute, I haven't spoken to her in four hours. <laughs> I'm like, what, uh, what are you doing there? Like, Shush. I just have to get some more things so that I can give them to the museum so that it's ready to open. And I just got to make sure these flowers are planted. I'm like, wait, give me just a quick look at that. And then, you know, she's running around on my island. Yeah. I'm like, hey, maybe, maybe leave some of those pears, hey? Maybe I need some of that. <laughs> then I jump on after. Now with the focus, I'm like, all right, I got to catch some things for this bloody museum. Let's see what happens. I'm like, oh, wait, I can't even dig. And I was like, how do you? And she's like, oh, you just need a shovel. And she's got all this stuff already. <laughs> like, wait, where do you get the shovel? And she's like, well, you got to get this thing and that. And then like talking about the axe and explaining how to do it. So then suddenly I'm all in. All right. So I got to go to the workbench and I got to work out this stuff, get the right tools. And okay, I got to work on getting my miles and then, like upgrading this and, and getting more space in my bag. And next minute, four days later, we're both like swapping switches and getting time for each other to play and sending each other mail and collecting things to hang in the house. And I'm like, this is so fun. <laughs> wow, it's happened, people. It's finally happened. It's Finally yeah. happened. He's finally jumped on Animal Crossing at last. We've been waiting wow, for this moment for a, for a long He's time. That's right. That is Tom Nook there, people, that is watching on Twitch at the moment next to Carl there. Tom Nook, appro wow. Tom Nook approves, but you'll be paying off your loans for a long time now. So. Uh, yes. Yes, I will. <laughs> Tom Nook approves uh, of your money there, sir. All right. Thank you. So should we jump into our uh, our review game for this week? Let's do it. Let's get serious. Okay, man. so uh, yeah, this week we are going to be reviewing Minecraft Dungeons. Minecraft Dungeons. All right. So, yeah. right. Please don't type when I'm playing the trailer because I could hear all that coming through. Oh, that's... I don't know what you're talking <laughs> about. That's part of the trailer. It's part of the trailer. So, Minecraft Dungeons, that's right, is... Um, it is out now. Um, it is... Where is my friggin' info here? All right. It is developed by oh, uh, Mahjong <laughs> Studios and Double Eleven and is published by Microsoft Studios. Yes. Um, so yeah, it is. It's from the um, guys that did Minecraft, and they've turned the Minecraft IP into a action RPG dungeon crawler. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So what? Um, yeah. So it's 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 like Diablo. Like those people that have played Diablo, it's that isometric view where you go through dungeons, you kill monsters, you get loot. Um, you progress further in the game, et cetera, et cetera. You get better loot. Um, so on and so forth. Yeah, exactly, exactly. It's yeah. a, ve it's a um, very simple premise. Anyone who's played the Torchlight games, Torchlight 1 and 2, uh, yeah, I want to say those are about 10 years old, but it's a lot more like those. So they, again, are like a simple Diablo, but um, the menu system and the upgrade system is not complex. It's very straightforward. Uh, but a lot of fun, and it's just about like adding um, maybe you know two or three different things together to see how um, a build works, and they're not 
overly complicated. They just get the bare minimum of the concept of a game like Diablo. So when we say it's like Diablo, you know, it, it's like taking just the, oh uh, yeah, the tiniest bits. I guess kind of like um, Outer Worlds did to uh, Fallout. Oh, I'd say even you know? simpler because like in Diablo, there's a lot of stats. In this, yeah, there's pretty much huge. two health and damage. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it's a similar concept and just like, it's just a, a very much like a drawing out Diablo on a napkin sort of thing. Go like, what about if we do this and that and you add a bit of speed and, you know, sometimes your arrows have flames and so on and so forth. Like it does get a little bit complicated and you can get some creative builds, especially with more than one of you in there and creating teams to join things together. And there's a lot of different ways to play. Yes. Um, but I would do like it did get pretty easy pretty quickly. Oh, it did. Um, it did. Look, it, it, it's like my first Diablo, pretty much. You know. Yeah, and do- we were playing on the hardest difficulties after maybe like once we did five or six of the uh, they're kind of like levels, hub areas, yeah. you know. Yeah. Well, there, there's six difficulty settings throughout the game. We're playing on five and eventually six um, because to hide the the difficulty, the higher level loot you get, etc. So you can get your character yes, so powerful more faster. Yeah. And so that's what we're looking at doing. Um, and it's got that Minecraft look to it. Like anyone that has played Minecraft, it's got a very distinct look to the game. The whole game is yes, done in does. that style. There's um, a lot of enemies and things that are from Minecraft, like the Creeper. Yes, I'm pretty sure most of those fellas in there. And I have a feeling, I don't know, uh, Chad, see Smitty in the chat there. You can... Um help me out with this, but I have a feeling that every piece in there is a Minecraft piece in the world. Right. From from what it looked like, it looked like everything was like buildable on your own. I think I was trying to have a look at stuff and nothing's been like curved or, you know, tweaked. It didn't seem like they changed and added stuff to make it fit with more within the world, except that they zoomed out and the squares looked smaller from a distance. Yeah. Uh, but um, all the levels are also procedurally generated as well. So you go to the same areas, but and there'll be some bits in those areas which are the same, like the boss rooms, etc. But the layout of the level will change each time you go in there, which adds a bit of replayability as well. Yes. And also, as we were saying, it does get a lot easier. But once you finish the game, which doesn't take long at all, I think it is intended to be replayed and you know done with different strategies and trying different weapons and um you know outfits and whatnot because those six difficulties get added on top again and there's like six new difficulties when you start the whole game again every level is reselectable and you can open up harder um like i want to say harder to upgrade so things take a lot more uh what is that thing you use to upgrade with i guess soul points no yeah enhancement um, points yeah, enchanted so, points or something. <laughs> well, man, we are some, going. There's only going one right. thing. Yeah, we yeah. still don't. Know. I don't even know what the name of the money, dime golds. Yeah, well, I just called it money. Same. Wow. <laughs> oh, good. Good thing we do our, our due diligence with this research. Hey, we finished the game, man. I know, but can you believe we've done eighty-one of these episodes? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Oh my God! Why did they send us to LA? Um, but yeah, so yeah, you were saying the upgrade system. So each piece of normal gear, which is either a bow, um, a melee weapon, or a piece of armor. So again, Diablo Light. There's only three gear slots and then three skill slots, pretty much. Yes. 
Um, yep. Anyway, so the gear you get can be upgraded with these points, and they have little perks on them. And they can get a maximum of three perks on each piece of gear, the higher the level the gear. Um, and you spend these points to uh, um, open up these perks. So that you, you get choices of the perks as well each time as well. So there's generally two or three choices per tier of um, of perk. Yes. <laughs> um, and and You're yeah, doing well. Yeah, yeah. So you may you you know you might have a rapid fire crossbow, and then there might be a couple of different perks of multi shot arrows or even faster shooting, and you will decide which one you want for that for that bow. Or you might, for example, like I found, and this one just made a stupid OP at the end of the game. I found a, a unique mace that um, had healing on hit, and then I then put the perk on top of that healing on kill. So every time yes. I hit something and kill something, I get healed. And, and I just stood right next to him. <laughs> oh, yeah, and it heals your friends too. So Carl just stood yes. next to me and we just rolled through the end of the game on the hardest difficulty. <laughs> Not breaking a sweat. No, it was it was super easy, that last level. <laughs> it was super uh, fun. Yeah, it was, it was so fun. I mean, the boss, I mean, don't want to spoil uh, yeah, it. Yeah, the last, last boss is tricky, but... Yeah. It was a bit full on. It was fun. Very fun boss fight. Yes. You know, and good to do it with a friend. Um, I did jump on and attempt to play it with a four-player party, but I was extremely under-leveled at the time and was just getting rolled. Oh, wow. Yep. I didn't last very long. Yeah. But yeah, I, man, I had a great time. Oh, look, I, I had a lot of fun with it. Like, you know, as we said, it's short but sweet. It's, it's yeah. you know, baby's first Diablo sort of thing. Um, yeah, a lot damn simpler than the original Diablo was when I played that back in the day. Jesus. Yeah. Yes, this is true. I mean, it, it kind of made me want to jump on and play more Diablo 3. Oh, I just want to play a lot of things. It wanted, I wanted to play Diablo 4 straight away. I was just like, I just want that game now. <laughs> oh, well, see, I, I have to try and ignore the existence of that game in my brain. Wow. Cause I just feel like it might be. Years and years and years. I wonder what comes first, Diablo 4 or GTA 6. Whoa. Hmm. That, that, that's, that's a good question. That is a great yeah. question. Wow. Them's betting words. Yeah. Um, so let, let's wrap up the review now. Well, uh, you know, what's your final thoughts on what's your score for this uh, Minecraft Dungeons? You know, I think it, it kind of exceeded my expectations. It was very easy. Uh, that I kind of expected, and it was unfortunately quite short, like just the main sort of mm. line. I was I was disappointed by how short it was, but um, I don't know if we mentioned yet, but the not just the presentation, but the feeling was just awesome. Everything really feels nice, like how you move and mm -hmm. just how the weapons work, and everything kind of just clicks really quickly, and it's all responsive. So I really did enjoy that, just the kind of uh, press and responseness of that game. Mm -hmm. There wasn't a lot to it. I, I eventually I thought to myself, I give this game a 7.9 because okay. it's just like it's yep. nearly an eight. You know, it's like a really great game, but um, just, uh, yeah, a little. I know it's meant to be simple. Mm -hmm. There's something like just a little too simple. I wish there was more I could spend money on. Yes. Uh, things yep. like that. Like mm -hmm. I wish they, they scratch at the concept of a hub with the camp. Yeah. But in the end, it's just two tables and a map 
Um, and I, w- I wished that you could kind of grow that a little bit into a t- teeny tiny community of something, maybe even change colors of your upgraded outfits or something like that. It, it feel like it needed just a tiny bit more. It was, mm-hmm. but still I had a lot of fun with it. So yeah, 7.9. Um, yeah, for, for me it was, again, we'd said this simple, fun. Um, I would have liked a few more things. Like we, we spoke about the skills before, like you get different skills, like a, let's talk about this skill, the uh, little rocket you get right at the start of the game. Yes. We carried that through to the end game. But what I would have, um, until we, I found another higher level of it finally, I would have liked to see if you could spend upgrade points to upgrade your skills. So then I could boost that to a higher level as I'm progressing throughout the game. I would have liked to see a bit more things like that as well. Yes. And also, yes. as you said, with the whole um, uh, purchasing things with money, yeah, I would like, because at the moment there, there's two sellers and it's, it's pretty much gambling. You give money and you don't know what you're going to get back. I would have liked to see a few things that you know what you're going to buy, but it'll be a lot more expensive. Something like that, just yes. to, to throw it up a little so you could go, I'd, I really need, I'd really like a quick fire bow. One hasn't dropped for me for ages. Oh, they've got a really yeah, good one. It's, a, know, it's a thousand okay. coins, but gambling for one's a hundred coins. So then you, you make the choice. Yeah. Um, and then you go like, right, let's play levels 10 times just to collect the money. And that'll give you drive to replay yeah. those levels. Yeah, so you can Such get like this concept. unique yeah. bow that you're after or, or, or whatever. But it's a lot harder to get to because you've got to grind for it rather than dropping. But it could drop I for you. I did mention hmm? for um, like everything that you're describing that I described in that just in that instance leaves it like ripe for um, microtransactions. So I'm oh, really glad to not see any of that, you yes. know? Mm-hmm. So that's... Like it, that seemed like, you know, just like, let's get 20 coins so we can gamble more and see if we might get that arrow that we want. Yep. But I'm really glad that that's not there because boy, would it have been simple to add that in. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm giving this a uh, 7.5 out of 10 for me. Oh, nice. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, that was Minecraft Dungeons. So that, yeah, that was our Minecraft Dungeons uh, review there. A lot of fun, you know. Grab for kids. It's a great kids game. It is a great kids game. Probably should have said that. That's right. So we're moving on to the bit where people would normally ask us questions. Now, chat. We would like some questions. No one sent any through again this week to us. So anyone in chat there, throw us a question. We'll answer it. But. Uh, quickly, as always, you can find us on facebook.com slash Game Train Podcast. Uh, we're on Twitter at Game Train Talk, Instagram at Game Train Podcast. We're yes. also on Twitch at Game Train Twitch. And where can we find you? I'm at uh, Twitch at twitch.tv slash the underscore lyrical or just on Facebook at the lyrical official. Well, there we go. That's right. Yes. It, ah, Smitty says intro to RPGs. Um, Twine yeah. Pants oh. asks, "Have you done a review of Moving Out game?" Well, Twine. Oh, well, you Twine. Just we were talking about Moving Out earlier on the podcast here, but you're a little late. Sorry, mate. You miss it. You have to go back and have a listen to it another time. 
but uh, yes, yeah, in, in, the, in the next couple of days. Uh, and actually, you got a big old shout out in you there. You did get a nice so, little shout out in there, Twine. But yeah, sorry, you missed is. the uh, the moving out review there. Sorry, oh, talk, mate. But um, yeah, <laughs> uh, sorry, late to the party. Twine says in chat. So has anyone has anyone got a quick question for us before we uh, we move on, or we just? <laughs> Let's give them uh, uh, 10 seconds. Okay, guys. You have Any ten... question at all? Uh, Schmitty asks, have you talked about Lonely Mountains? We did on last week's episode. On last episode, episode 80. Episode 80, Tifa and French, Schmitty. Uh, we talk about yes. it in there. That's right. So, you know, jump on, check out the last But po- Now we know you haven't listened to the last podcast, right? <laughs> yeah, you <laughs> gave, gave yourself away there, sir. Mate, what's going on? Must be too busy during COVID times. Yeah. Must yep. just be chockers. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Okay. All yeah, right. It okay, looks like um, <sighs> we had two questions about reviews. That's good. Yep. That's good. Yep. Cool. No questions. That's good. All right. We have nothing to teach and nothing to tell. That's okay. That's all right. People can send in questions next time. We can jump into more questions. All right. Well, I guess we should start to wrap up the episode with, of course, the lame love and hype train. Are you ready for it? Are you ready for the lame train? Here we go. Lame train time. Okay, mate. What is your lame train for this week? My lame train was no online on moving out. Wow. Okay. Yeah. 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 I really, I really wished it had. I mean, you know what? And to be fair, it's probably a bigger lame train for the developers mm-hmm. uh, because I'm sure they wouldn't have planned for uh, a worldwide pandemic. Yeah. Um, so that must have sucked for them because I, I think it's actually a love train that they're pushing the concept of couch co-op which is really cool. And we needed to see a lot more of that because that's such, that's part of the heyday of gaming, Uh, which to say, you know, mentioning the heyday of gaming, this game is kind of based around the nineties as well. So there's some really cool um, little bits and pieces within the houses that you're moving old consoles, Ataris and Nintendos. And so it's a nice throwback vibe of encouraging people to get together and play together. But at this time during this COVID situation, it's just, so sad that we can't actually enjoy a game like this online with our friends. It would be a lot of yelling and laughing over the microphone and in oh, yeah. chat. And I wish we could have done that. So yep. that's my lame train. Yeah, that's fair enough. Um, yeah, so um, my lame train this week is... Uh, it was that, but it's actually Sony showing uh, off yes. too much of their bloody games again. Oh, like, man, I feel like that's been my lame train so often, hey? Yeah, you know, it's like... We didn't need to see anything else on The Last of Us 2. I think everyone that's going to buy the game is already sold on the game or waiting for reviews. We didn't need to see anything else. But no, you go and release a 15-minute thing showing more stuff, which we refuse to watch. I'm like, I just wish Sony had have taken the time to just do some sort of anything else other than that. Like, I would have been fine with more Ghost of Tsushima gameplay... Or, or whatever I would have been. I don't, I don't know. Or, or just not do anything. Or just tell us uh, like a single thing about the PS5. Yeah. You know, besides the controller. Yeah, like the game's out soon. And as I said at the start of the episode, we have seen story trailer. We've seen gameplay um, trailer. We've seen behind the scenes stuff. Um, and they did another story trailer recently, which we also refused to watch. 
and now they've done a big gameplay blowout. It's like, guys, you, you can't calm down, bring it back a little, you know, like keep yes. some of the mystery there for people. So, yeah, um, that's my land train this, this week. They're going the Kingdom Hearts bloody route of just showing everything. I'm happy I haven't been watching. Um, but mm-hmm. um, once I have played and finished the game, I'm actually going to go back and watch a bit of it. Of these, just like I did with Final Fantasy. Remember Final Fantasy VII? Yes. All the spoilers in that trailer was just wow. next level. So I'm interested Man, to see what even, this shows off. So I didn't even want to see that title screen that everyone's been showing off. So oh, much. yeah. And you know, yeah. Like, great. Now I know that part of environment. Actually, um, one, one of our listeners, um, uh, Sean Fullard, he's been playing Final Fantasy. He just finished it, right, the other day. And oh, 14. Uh, seven, seven remake. Oh, yeah, yeah, of course. And I told him a while ago, don't watch the final trailer because there's spoilers. So, wait until you finish yep. the game. He messaged me, he goes, What the fuck was that? <laughs> he said, There were so many spoilers in there. I'm like, Yeah, exactly. Wow. That's why you do not watch that trailer if you have not finished My the game. God, I can't believe it. They don't, it's like they don't know. Maybe, they, maybe it's. You know, being Sony, maybe it's a cultural thing. Maybe it's different in Japan about spoilers. Maybe they like to know these, you know, because it's it's almost like for us, we know in the Western world, it's a, it's a big concept that we all talk about with movies and books and games and spoilers is like a big no-no. But, you know, I, I don't know. Having said that, The Last of Us, Naughty Dog is not a Japanese company. No. So that kind of creates that as well. So I have yep. no I no idea. I tried to do something. I tried to come up with some sort of scientific purpose and reason for their behavior. Maybe they're just trying cannot. to get more sales. <laughs> I don't know. It, all they needed to do was like, we're making a part two. But, but it's like, even after day. the leaks, they're still showing more stuff. I know. Like, you guys are just like, digging it deeper. Just leave it. Yep. Wait and release. All right, let's uh, let's roll into that love train now. Yes. Okay, Kyle, what's your love train? My love train is uh, greatly connected to my lame train, and it is the fact that, unfortunately, even though moving out has no online, I'm stoked that I got to sit down and play it with Tuan today, uh, Genghis Tuan and Tuan de Pants. Uh, because throughout this whole time during this COVID situation, it's been hard to get together with anyone and, you know, like, have it. but not just that, just like I was saying, gaming as a whole. And it, it's not even during this time that we're in isolation, but it's been months and months and months and months and months, maybe years since I've been able to just sit on the couch and laugh like we did today. Like I've had a few experiences, um, you know, playing serious games and and stuff like that but games specifically like this one and ones like overcooked and ones that just remember the concept of being a video game Mm -hmm. that was so so nice so um yeah thank you tonda pants yeah he says here in chat that's i had tears in my eyes crying with you today i think i I think carl would have killed me if we were playing that co-op yeah it would have been a different experience my love train is that i did it with twan instead of <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. Well, I can finally move this into the love train section. We've had it in the lame train section for quite a while. That Kyle finally played Animal Crossing. Oh, <laughs> I'm so, yeah. so happy that he finally played the damn game. I'm so happy. That's my love train this week. It's very simple, but he's finally played it. Oh my god, we're getting raided by Synth Spaces with a party of eight. Oh my gosh. Oh, Spaces. Hello, hello Synth Spaces. Hello. We were just talking. Oh. Uh, oh my god! And we got a follow. 
Hey. <laughs> Emerald Rangers, thank you thank so you. much for the follow. Oh well, my look gosh. Look at all this mess on my face. I, 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 no, that's Tom Nook there. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that one. <laughs> oh, thank you, Joyful Swan. Joyful Swan? Yes. Thank you, you so it. much for the follow. Wow, we, we're actually nearing the end of the podcast now, people. But um, yeah, we're just going through our lame love and hype trains. And I'm just talking about my love of Carl finally playing Animal Crossing. It has been too long. I've been... Yeah, I've, I've been harping on this for about... Hmm, since the release of Animal Crossing for him to actually play it. You and everyone. Yes. Yeah. Oh, my brothers, my, my friends. Yeah. Oh, Mume, you missed the Q&A. You can ask a question now. Oh, you can you ask want. a We've question got... now, Mume. We don't mind. We yes. can just, yeah, go with yeah, it. Yeah, this is how we roll now. Yeah, Clearly, yeah. I thought you were asking about questions before too. If you got one, throw it down here. Before the hype train drops, yeah, we've got before, time. Yeah, the end is not official until the hype train drops. Oh, Mume, where my bloody interview? Oh, yeah, I still haven't. Oh, that's fair. That's a I good. I still question. haven't interviewed him yet. That is that is a good question. Like uh, two months. Yeah. What is this? Um, I don't remember. We we shall do it sometime, Mume. We shall work out a time to do it, and we shall. I'll I'll figure out some questions that I want to ask. Mume is a cosplay photographer. Yes. So. Oh, Emerald Rangers. Uh, Spacey sent me. Spacey is a legend. Thanks for joining oh, us. Oh, thank you, Sin Spacey. Got the game a few days ago. Loving it. Oh, yes. Nice. Boo. Oy. Sin Spacey is here. Wow. The man himself. After you told me to take photos of Carl at PAX, so it's a good excuse to ask me. <laughs> there you go. Not in a creepy way, Carl. <laughs> okay. I understand now. Was he outside my window? I, I, I think so. Nice. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> and that was just when you're playing some music in um in the courtyard at the pub. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that was oh, man. Oh, so long ago now, doesn't it? It was a hundred years, I think, roughly, give or take. Yep. Yep. All right. Got him in the shower. Oh. Nice. Oh. That's my best. Wow. All right. Yes. Well, I guess we should uh, roll on to Hype Train before this derails any further. Yeah, I'm glad we stopped for questions. Those were just wonderful. <laughs> I with a hundred pennies again every time. Oh, every time. No. Out of my every time, spaces. every time. Too good to us. Oh, he's so to good. Me, to me. He's so That's good. All right, we can oh. turn off the little Tom Nook there next to Carl. All right, let's roll into the hype train. Ooh. Okay, Carl, what are you hyped for? I'm hyped because I feel like, and I could be wrong, which is all about what hype is, but I feel like I could finally see what the PS5 looks like next week. Yes, and I'm very excited to see that. I, I just I want to see what the box looks like. What am I going to be staring at under my TV for the next seven years? I, I you don't know? know. Like I know what the Xbox looks like, but that's not going to be under my TV because the thing won't bloody fit. But um, <laughs> yeah, that's right. It'll be, it'll be next to the TV or on the floor. Well, the TV might rest on it. I might lie it sideways and have it as my whole cabinet. Yeah, yeah. You know, but the or actually I might store my cheese and crackers in it. Um, Actually, I've got a question for you now that you're talking about that event. Um, yes. What, it, um, not the console, but what is one game that you'd like Sony to show during that um, conference? Ratchet and Clank. Right, a new Ratchet and Clank, yeah. Yep, yep. very nice. Yep. Very nice. Um, my nice. hype train for this week is very similar. Actually, it's pretty much the exact same thing. Did you copy my notes again? Why? Did I say that? Uh, my hype train is PS5 reveal stuff. I've legit got it written here on my thing. 
um, I guess there's not a lot of news, you know? Yeah. So, <laughs> as we mind. mentioned in the news on June 3 or 4, Sony is probably going to have a state of play showing off the PS5 and hopefully some new games and gameplay. And I'm excited just just for some info on this, you know? It's been, it's been yeah. too long. It's been too long. So, I mean, yeah. I love that you called it news and it's like, on June 3 or 4, they're probably well, showing we've something. Heard, <laughs> I've heard both dates being thrown around on the internet, so... This I don't. I don't know. It could be. It could be either or. I'm not sure yet. Wow. What if it's a 15 minute showing of the ending of The Last of Us Two? Don't even. Don't. Yeah, even. I think it might be. Don't finish even. with the guitar duo, says Daft Paul. I mean, you know, if there was no latency, then we would be rocking that yeah. straight away. Yeah, it'd be so easy to do, but we we can't because of of latency and the internet itself. Yes. But yeah, um, you're going to ask me what I'm looking forward to on the PlayStation? Nope. Okay. Yeah. Nope. No. I, I thought that was your hype train. Just their news that they're maybe on third or fourth or... Okay. What? A, what? Callum, let, let me see. Let me see here. I'm glad you can edit all this, right? Oh, mate. It's going in all natural on the publish on this. I don't care. Oh, like the photos Mume got of my sh- me in the shower. Um, what specifically are you excited and hoping they'll mention? Um, Horizon Zero Dawn two. Oof! Wow! Really? Okay. Yep. Yeah. Even even uh, if it's just a title screen saying in development, I don't care. I mean, you know that though, right? I know, I know. Or or just a shot of Aloy flying on like the Stormbird or something. Yes. yes. Like, or it, her like son or daughter or something. Or... Yes, yeah, something with the yeah. I just want to see Horizon Zero Dawn two. So. Parappa 3 says Emerald Rangers. Oh, NAC 3. NAC 3, baby. NAC 3. <laughs> yeah, I want to oh, see some yes. NAC 3. Oh, Bro. man. How cool would it be? NAC 3 it. launch title. I, I bet they do it. And it'll sell. It'll just... <laughs> it'll be awesome. <laughs> I love it. NAC 3, baby. <laughs> Hell yeah. Oh. I wonder if it'll sell for 50 cents again or free or whatever Yeah, it was you got time. your NAC 2 for free. I have to pay 50 bucks for it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh dear. Oh, dear. All right. Shall we wrap the end of the episode fan. up now, sir? Let's wrap it. Let's hippity hoppity wrap it. Okay, well, that brings us to the episode of episode one. Or episode one, wow. I'm oh done. my God, what are you doing? I'm done. Episode no, 81 no of the Game Trade Podcast. <laughs> and my headphones have fallen out of its cord and I can't even hear Carl talking. <laughs> I'm saying good things. Maybe the answers to the universe. <laughs> episode 81 of the Game Trade Podcast. I stopped up the intro and outro today. I'm going oh very my God. well. It's um, just numbers. Well, <laughs> I haven't even been drinking. Hey, Mume is thinking of buying a game today and was thinking of getting Trials of Mana on Switch. What do you reckon? Haven't played it, but yeah, sure. Or um, I'll tell you what is also coming out tomorrow or today. Xenoblade, Xenoblade Chronicles. Um, yes, get that instead. Which is, yeah, everyone's raving about that. But, um, yes, it's the definitive edition and they've added a whole extra chapter after the ending and new characters. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a whole, like getting DLC 10 years later, is pretty cool. Yeah. And that game is huge. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, this is uh, episode 81 of the Game Trade Podcast. You got anything else Nailed to add, it. Carl, before we uh, head off? 
I just want to repeat that it is episode 81 okay. of the Game Train podcast. I can't wait to name this episode. I'm going to name it like episode 21 slash 1.2 sleeps makes waves. No, please don't. Cause, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, guys, thank you so much. And this has been Game Train. Yeah. <laughs>